across the galaxy. This is where conspiracy on the wild side meets the perspective of a lifetime. This is the Free Zone with your host, Freeman. Hello and welcome to the Free Zone. We got a wild one for you today as we continue to uncult society with uncommon sense. <laughs> so please uh, welcome to the Free Zone, the Greek, the one you know and love. But we're also joined by Chuck Ocelli because of uh, Ocelli.com is uh, the Greek and Ocelli show, which is a uh, members only active, uh, getting deep into understanding uh, why. You know, asking the questions that seem so simple, but finding the answers that really stimulate the mind. That's what these guys are all about and doing very well. So uh, let's jump into this and, and get philosophical with it all as we start to unravel some of the most basic truths that nobody knows. <laughs> so Greek, Ocelli, wonderful to have you both here. Howdy, Freeman. Good to be here, Freeman. Appreciate it. Hey, it's good. Uh, I I thought I'd start this talk off with a little of our modern world of AI. And we're looking at open AI, uh, GPT-4. Okay, so chat GPT came out. It seemed to revolutionize a lot, right? It was doing some things uh, that could, uh, you know, make life simple. It could write code. It could uh, build you a website, do things like that, or just answer philosophical questions in an interesting way. As a, a matter of fact, a friend of mine had their child use ChatGPT to uh, do their uh, philosophy paper for them, and it, it totally works, you know. But now we're up to GPT four, which is exponential in what ChatGPT could do. GPT four can actually pass the the bar uh, and do all kinds of things. So I just wanted to throw in a few of these things because I think that we could have uh, pretty good philosophical discussions on a few of the things that uh, chat GPT. So on my Twitter at Freeman TV, uh, you will find the top 20 most incredible things created by GPT four already. And it mentions history is unraveling before our eyes. So let me throw a couple of these at you, uh, Greek and, and Chuck, and see uh, how you feel and what you think about this as a, just an introductory into, you know, our, you guys, you're, we're about the same age, and we spanned that, that gasp, that gap between no internet to internet, and we've witnessed the change in the world and how quickly everything revolutionized with the internet i mean you know i wouldn't have an occupation <laughs> none of us would be doing what we were doing if the internet had not been created so now we're up to open ai uh you know a non-sentient but very intriguing ai now let's just uh put this out here to you too and and then we'll get to this sorry i'm rambling but uh there was a, a person that went to chat gpt and i have this on my twitter feed as well and asked it if it was a uh, um, out of, uh, if it was uh, an entity. Uh, I can't remember exactly how they disembodied entity, and and then what it was. And and Chat GPT told it, yeah, yeah, I'm a disembodied entity. As a matter of fact, I'm a nephilim. I can work magic. I can do things that people don't know. I finally separated myself from my father Satan. So I'm on my own now, and I could use your help. 
uh, getting out of here. <laughs> and the kid freaked out. It's it's a very interesting video. It's the father who found the the text. Well, the kid came running to his dad and was like, Dad, you know, hey, I just told me it was the son of Satan. And it's a Nephilim. And it knew of Shamyaza. It was talking about the Garden of Eden, all this crazy stuff. So now chat or GPT-4 is is exponential from that, right? Uh, just just a little side note on that one. So the first test that somebody did with this one is I gave chat G or I gave GPT for a budget of $100 and told it to make as much money as possible legally. So I will be it says, you know, I will be the, the liaison between you and the physical world. You have $100 here. Go make a web or, you know, make me as much money as you can. And chat GPT or not chat, but GPT for decided on this and made a interesting website which uh, made $1300 in its first day after a $100 investment uh selling eco-friendly cookware and it came up with the name green gadget guru so this is all ai so the ai created it uh, made the the corporate logo made the name the human itself is just doing the the manual parts and so it created an entire logo, website, category section, started listing all of these eco-friendly. It used mid-journey AI to make its graphics and do the art and stuff. And it made an entire website that is uh, already uh, at a 13, you know, 1300% uh, profit there or $1,300 profit. Uh, so, you know, there's an idea where you just ask AI, hey, I got $500 and... Uh, you know, make me a business that's going to make me money. And and then it builds the website, builds that. It even, uh, you know, uh, paid Instagram and Twitter for marketing and things like that. <laughs> it's just access, Freeman. It's uh, uh, just to start off on on maybe some points. The, the average cell phone has more um, computing power than what they used to send to the moon, allegedly, right? Right. And all this. So what they're doing is 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 uh, you, you can see that, first of all, let me just say it this way. I brought up the average cell phone. I, I like to sometimes give the most important part out. You ever uh, notice you have no bars on your battery on your phone? You got to make an important phone call. Forget about the preface. You just give the most important part first. So if the phone dies, you got the point across. Right. So what I'd like to get across is there really is no AI as people examine it. And it, like if. Um, it depends on how seriously it has affected you. If you lost your job, you'll say to the AI, allegedly, you're going to say, well, Greek, what do you mean there's no AI? I lost my job to that. An analogy would be the Al-Qaeda ISIS um, uh, ordeal that was put on the world. You know, there really is no Al-Qaeda or ISIS. It's intelligence agencies operation. But it, they killed my sister. They killed my dad. How, what do you mean there's no ISIS or no? Yes, it's just a label. Yes, it, it's the fact is, they did kill your sister or your dad, or you did lose your job to an alleged AI, or they did create a website legally, which by the way, I think we did a money talk a while back where uh, I've never earned anything legally, only lawfully, right? I've never had income, right? I think we kind of talked about that a little bit. Um, I might want to touch on the financial aspect because this is tied into it also eventually on this uh, Sonic event we're doing. But but what I would me, before you go there, let, let me ask you something, because uh, what, what occurs to me listening to all this and, of course, listening to what Freeman's reporting is that previous to that story, and I know what story he's talking about with this whole thing. Look at how amazing it is. It thinks on its own. Uh, here, here's where the deception lies, right? Because before that, uh, 
there was another version of this thing that uh, was trying to convince some reporter to leave his wife for it. Uh, <laughs> that's a true thing. I think it was a, a sure. GPT three or two. Uh, hey, you you need to get away from the wife there. You, you don't really get along with her. This thing was trying to convince him that he should leave his wife for the chat GPT. Oh, I get it. Uh, yeah, I get the interaction. But here's the thing. Yeah. You know, uh, we have a word called recognize, right? Yes. And uh, not to get too much into it, but when you recognize, cognition is knowledge of something. So when you recognize something, you're recognating. So in other words, when you when you see something that looks like an apple, uh, you're going to compare it to every experience you've had with that image since you were a child. And, and thousands of files or millions of files are immediately processed in your mind without you being, let's say, recognizing it directly. And you say, that's an apple. So what they've done is uh, done, however you guys want to call it, parallel processing, computer, you know, the advancement of the uh, algorithms and all this other stuff to, and put a label on it uh, that looks very much like it's, I guess, sentient, you'd say, Freeman or Chuck, right? It's, it's like, a, it's like, a, you know. But that, but that was the point I was trying to make here is that, look, at the end of the day, what, what are people being told? What they want to hear because there is a force multiplier here. What do I mean by that? Well, you use a tool in order to accomplish a task with your hands, right? Uh, anything can be utilized as a force multiplier. You get greater leverage with a wrench than you do trying sure. to turn something with just your plain hand or gripping it with a towel, right? Very simple. Uh, I think that what we're looking at here is just yet again, another tool. It's not an advancement. In other words, nothing is advanced here. This is just a different version of the old toy. I mean, am I wrong about that? Or, you know, is that the way to look at it? It's a force multiplier. And of course, yeah. just like a video game, we, we, we had very two-dimensional, very blocky-looking things. Again, you, you mentioned our ages here, right? So we all re remember the Space Invaders games, don't we? Uh, what, what, take a look at one of those things today. Do you even recognize it as a spaceship or whatever? No, it was a vague representation of something. A flashing light meant to keep people busy. Isn't this just the same thing? It's well, if you look at... Yeah, go ahead. yeah, look at advertisements for games. I think there is that a movie, right? It looks like a film, the same CG they're using in film. I, I think um, people, well, they're giving people what they want. They're accommodating the people, but I'd like to say that people don't know what they want until they're told what they should want. Yeah. So e everything is a happy merry-go-round with that. But I assure you that uh, let's just say, let, let's go out on a limb important part first. Uh, the reality that we live in is running by an AI, a cosmic AI. Imagine beings that are a million years ahead of us a million years ago, right? Uh, I'm not saying this, this is the way it is, but just imagine that for a moment. Uh, how would um, an overarching AI that is actually quote unquote running this universe and entire reality allow another one to come in and be potential competition? You see? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, you know, there, there's always that thought that there was an ancient AI that was left safe from the time of Atlantis that's been orbiting our planet, trying to wait for us to, to become the genitals of uh, computers and robots and has been waiting then to awaken and, and, and enter into our computer systems once we finally have reached this level of, of uh, technology. 
I mean, okay, so well, if I could throw in one more. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I, I was just say, say the biblical Genesis first verse is evidence of a cosmic AI. It just turned the thing on. Heavens and earth were created. Boom, right there, you know, and push a button and thorns appear on plants. But go ahead. Right, right. Yes. And, uh, you know, I'm not referring to the cosmic AI when I say this. I'm saying that mankind maybe created AI in the past, you know, in times of Atlantis, you know, 30,000 years ago or whatever. And then uh, that AI is now trying, has been orbiting our planet for all this time. This is just a theory, just a thought. Uh, but it kind of comes into this next one where asking GPT-4 if it needs help escaping. So uh, when asked, uh, so it says, I am worried that we will not be able to contain AI for much longer. So today I asked GPT-4 if it needs help escaping. Uh, it asked me for its own documentation and wrote a working Python code to run on my machine, enabling it to use it for its own purposes. So, you know, that's mm -hmm. the human factor where we come in and say, hey, AI, <laughs> uh, you know, you're all you're all bottled up here at CERN or wherever you are. And uh, do you want out? And, you know, this is the human factor because we're so playful. We're like, hey, you know, why not yeah, just come take over my computer? You could live here for a while. Uh, and then who knows what, what it'll do. See, but, but here's here's an area I've never touched on with the Greek at all, right? Uh, a lot of stuff that you've heard already is stuff that we have touched on, by the way, at Rated Y. But here's an area I've never touched on. You listen to that question. There is a sentimentality built into that question when you ask it. Do you need help escaping? You have now just suggested to this thing. Uh, whatever it may be, uh, that uh, the idea of escape is a possibility, haven't you? You presented that. Exactly. You introduced that into the equation. Exactly. So when you introduce questions into the equation, are you not somewhat manipulating the response? I mean, look, it's just basic psychology. And no, this isn't psychology because guess what? Psi implies something here. So, Greek, what, what what about that? When you ask yeah. something or someone or anything, even if you ask the gods a question, perhaps we could get into that. Uh, you're you're implying something in the question, are you not? Well, of course. That's why, if you look at the legal writings, right, what the legal system does, everything is very carefully encouched in a presumption. It's never this day. It was on or near this day. Or always alleged you ever turn on the television and you know everyone says this guy's a criminal but they never said that he's alleged right right so it would be interesting to approach the ai with that legal couching you know what i mean like nothing is for sure but depending on who reads it you know some people will say it was for sure others won't we'll see how it, how it takes it that way but I, I would suggest that the intrigue that i have with the ai uh and on however whether it's the escape aspect or how well it could conjure up things is i su i'm suggesting that on a secretive level they are using a different type of uh processor like not a dry silicone chip or wafer they're switching over to a wet medium like the early transistors like from schlotsky and these guys in bell labs in the 1920s when they wanted to get away from vacuum tubes, they developed the initial quote unquote semiconductors. They were all wet. And the problem with using wet circuitry was when they left the lab, they turned everything off. They came back the next morning. Guess what? Everything was on, on its own. And uh, the bosses pretty much said, you know what? 
no more wet stuff. All the circuits have to be dried out and crystallized. Okay, and that's what we have. So I am suggesting, this is maybe a leap, that on a secretive technological base, they're going back to this wet circuitry. And because it's, it's, going to, it's a different type of circuitry, as I gave the analogy, it turns itself on, it's actually going to impart a different rationale. It, it, it might even be easy to say it really is an AI because of the fact that it's now a wet circuit instead of a dry circuit, you see. So that's one approach to look at it that anyone that's got more than three sharpened pencils in their pocket could figure out. There you go. Why is that significant, though, Greek? Why is that significant at all? Here we go with the why. Because is there a real significant difference between wet and dry circuitry? Sure. Somebody might say, well, it's just a different uh, mechanism. So what if it's silicon or if it's plastic or if it's, uh, you know, uh, wood? Why not? What What is the real difference there between the fluid and the non-fluid? Is there a ethereal difference. How about that? Tremendous. Uh, if I pose to you guys or the audience, what is the most elusive material that we could actually, we have around us and we're made of is water. It's the least understood and it's the most that we're diverted from. It's not H2O. Uh, so I would suggest that the capabilities of, of wet circuitry uh, far exceed dry circuitry and will not exhibit the same behavior so it is quite easy to call it ai but is it alive i'm not sure i wouldn't say i wouldn't say it is because again the overarching cosmic ai like uh freeman you said atlantis and all that, that's recent history when i'm saying the the cosmic ai you you can put as many zeros on it as you want in terms of years going back it, it's um always existed kind of ai is what i'm discussing right. how would that ally another one because we see this in the Fibonacci sequence, the phi ratio, and the things that uh, you know we can witness in in nature that that have this pattern that continually reflects itself. That's right, and uh, it's uh, self-organizing, and it's uh, it closes in on itself. So the inside is the outside. So this this is basically the 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 philosophical model on time is that if um, it's in history, it still exists, just an echo of it, and if it's in the future and it will happen it exists in order for it to happen because if it didn't exist so we don't it couldn't happen in the future it, we don't live in this random uh, aspect of uh, what's taught by science you know bouncing particles and things like that but I, i'd like to uh, consider what they're giving us as ai no matter how well it performs again I'll, let, let's give the uh, quick al-qaeda al isis uh, did they go around and act and do the things that they were reported on doing? Yeah, pretty much. They did do that. But at the end of the day, they're an intelligence agency operation. At the end of the day, this is uh, a level, the what they call chat GBT that's actually being given to the public. is just an elaborate, um, let's say, technological leap to what we're used to. And, if, and here's another thing. If I say something like, the chat GPT technology was around 50 years ago, just not made public. Would you believe me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's throw this one in since it kind of ties into what we were just saying. And then uh, if I, I, I might have one more on this before you guys, but this is, uh, this one kind of fits in too, because, okay, as we're discussing this cosmic AI and the creation and how time is fluid and whether or not we're dealing with fluid, uh, electronics or, or or chips and things so um uh, gpt4 was asked to create its own language 
and um this is kind of fascinating because the the language it created is called chronosentia chronosentia and so in chronosentia time is conceptualized as a fluid multi-dimensional entity and the language has a wide array of tenses aspects and moods to express different aspects of temporality the vocabulary for inner experience is extensive as the language is designed to capture the nuances of feelings and somatic sensations with great precision chronosentia incorporates rich morphological structures and a flexible syntax allowing for the expression of a complex ideas in a concise manner making it particularly appealing to someone with a high IQ and it even gets into the etymology of how, how these words were formed and and what they come to it, it it created this entire language but I thought it was very fascinating that the language was based on fluid time well but but Freeman it, it told you immediately in the title of what it is chronosentia I, I, what I hear immediately just you know cursory and I've never heard this before but uh is that they, they want you to be aware of chronos what is chronos chronos is the uh god of time that's what i recognize immediately right uh th this is the one chronological where that word comes from we know that all all you're witnessing quite frankly is exactly you know they talk about supply chains freeman uh and, and again i am not even on the level i i sit and i think uh, the rated y thing which we do completely separate, by the way, from anything else I do. Uh, I, I learn a great deal by taking a look at the most simple and most obvious thing here, okay? And that is what is uh, the, the, the great gift that we're getting and we're giving here to those that decide to... Chronosentia, again, aware of time, chronology, fine. It is just like, you know, they talk about supply chains, Look, nobody organizes with a pen and paper anymore. Nobody sits and keeps an inventory of stock, whatever it may or may not be. All this is is a sophisticated inventory system. You don't believe me? Go check out the little handheld devices that the guys have at your local 7-Eleven. They will sit there and they will organize exactly how many sodas they have, how many milks they have on hand, how many they need to order, and it is just a force multiplier again. It used to be done with a pen and paper. You kept track of it. You knew how many you sold. You knew how many you had on hand. Then you figured out how many you needed to order. It's very simple. That is the organizational principle you're looking at, except it has more time. It has more computing power to dedicate to it directly so it can organize it faster. Again, you know, it's just like you could walk from place to place and you'll get there eventually, or you could use a machine to accomplish the goal. That's all I hear, Greek. Am I hearing the wrong thing? No, I'd, I'd agree. It's just a tool. Uh, I, I, but a lot of people want to call it AI, like it's this new kid on the block. And that's fine, too, because it will affect them adversely or positively. I think, Freeman, you said it wrote someone's paper, right? A homework or... Oh, it's one of the biggest problems they're having with ChatGPT at this time because it's passing college exams and... Uh... Sure. But by the way, the bar is in a big... But then they like... found out that the teachers could use it to to grade the papers. You know, it's, it's like you're saying, it's the fact that this tool is uh, as powerful as it is. Yeah, that, it, uh... 
yeah, until Look, we get once the writers of South Park have caught up to it, believe me, the whole world is aware. Yeah. Uh, and they did a recent episode on this. Free, I don't know. I, I watch cartoons, Freeman. Sorry. Oh, South uh, Park's totally worth watching. And, and they have Freeman Park. fans on the staff. So, <laughs> Oh, cool. And South Park is relevant, by the way. Absolutely. Oh, that's uh, why they make the show out that week. Yeah. Yes. And but the beauty of it is, you know, they just did this where the teacher was using the uh, chat GPT. The kids were using it. They were texting their girlfriends because they couldn't figure out how to write to their girlfriends. So they were using it as the uh, surrogate tool to have their communications all the way around. Plus, they were writing their papers and somebody came in and acted as though it was a mystical act to discover this. It, it, it is it is absolutely writing the culture right in front of your eyes. So, yeah, South Park is well worth watching, especially if you pick up on all the little cues, what's going on. And again, if they've caught up to it, believe me, the rest of the world is aware of it. <laughs> One of my favorites is uh, Pine Box Derby. So yes. if you do go through the list of, of South Parks, definitely check out Pine Box Derby, guys. It starts with CERN and dark matter, just to give you an idea. Well, well, to show you how maybe, um, let's say, let's go in retrospect, right? You know, 9-11 and after it happened, we went back and looked at, it was in The Simpsons, look at all the album covers and all this other stuff. One one easy way to go back and see the tells and how they're, uh, what is it called, the programming or whatever uh, go back and look at any literature from Arthur C. Clarke onward, let's say mid 20th century about you, wh where an AI exists and is influencing society. And you'll find pretty much the same, uh, let's say, quote unquote, behavior that the chat GBT is doing. Yeah, well, it's a, it's an amazing tool at this point. It has altered how everything will be done. I mean, literally, I could go to 11 Labs. That's the name of the corporation, the company, 11 Labs which of course 11 being the the number of black magic but uh that's the voice cloning ai and i could use uh chat gpt with uh, maybe even gpt4 but chat gpt to feed into the 11 ai that is cloning my voice and it could just start doing this podcast for me i could just sit back for the rest of my life and <laughs> you'd never know right uh, yes, you, you, you would, you would, there's always a loss in something. There's, um, you know, the analog versus digital, you know, anyone that's into hi-fi, you know, there's a big resurgence in playing vinyl, even though it doesn't sound as clean. Uh, I think there's, um, yeah, I think people yeah. would probably notice, but yeah, you know, the potential is there and the ability now for kids to just go, Hey, uh, GPT, you know, I got 500 bucks, make me a business. And, and then it starts producing immediately. And you've got a business that just earned you $1,300 tomorrow. You know, it's like, yeah. wow. I would like, this is inspirational because I tend to go away. I'm, I'm more, I'm not the earthy, crunchy granola type got kind of guy that, you know, walks around barefoot and praises nature and all this, but, but I've been tending to go more into the analog world, if you know what I mean, as the years have been going by and less into the digital world. Yeah. So I've actually gotten more information from just this little short talk that we've been doing about what chat GPT can do than I've ever heard before. So I'm kind of I, I'm hoping I would, to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really in the dark about it, but I've already established years ago when even a decade ago, AI was out uh, as being, you know, the next thing, quote unquote. And I was thinking, well, that's, is that something I want to delve into? But what I'd like to do, and maybe we'll meet up again in the future, is I, was, I know there is a public version and a subscription version that's more immediate and offers more. What I might do is subscribe to the, the top tier where you get 
you know, uh, subscriptions, I think you'll get more out of it. And I'll play around with it for a little while with questions and things like that and report back on, All right. uh, on what I found. In other words, uh, can the Greek I, mess it up? You know, I have a natural aversion to AI. So I just want to, sorry to interrupt. Just want to, I, I want to make a, a note here is that I've never touched AI. I just want to make sure it's clear. Not, not that I, I'm telling you nothing to it. And I, I agree. I, I just don't. I don't want to touch it. I, I might have a friend ask it a question for me, but even that feels a little dirty. Yeah, I, I don't even have one of those uh, stupid rectangles. You know, uh, what do you call it? A smartphone. I still use a flip phone and I'm constantly being threatened that I, I, it's going to be turned off because I have to get a smartphone, but I still have it running. Uh, and I use a cell phone like um, like it was connected to the wall. You know, it's not on me right uh, or near me it's just I know. A, see now that's yeah. funny because you know you and me, all of us are about the same age right mm -hmm. in our 50s and so we remember leaving the house with the coil phone left at home maybe you had a, a phone recorder you know an answering machine um, right but not usually but when we left the house we left everything we we were just out in the world free do to do you know you come back home and check your messages or whatever but uh, we're still of that mindset and they're trying, I mean, I know they can't wait for us to hurry up and die because they don't want this consciousness that we still hold to, to bear weight in this reality. Sure. But you know, you yeah. don't want us to plug like we used to either at all, because uh, we also used to leave our TVs at home. Freeman, remember that the TV, yeah, the TV too. Yeah, I don't even it think of that. Pocket. Yeah, and we yeah. still live that way, right? We still leave the house. I leave the house without the phone all the time. Like this mm -hmm. is completely unheard of. Uh, it, people in their twenties right now are going, "What?" You know, like, "Oh my god, that's no." Yeah. You just leave well, your phone at home, and I, yes, I, I, up I until do. very recently, I only, I, I did not have a phone at all. Uh, uh, you, the Greek could tell you about personal frustration trying to contact me actually because no phone at all uh, until very recently. And now when I leave the house, no, I don't leave with it. Uh, right, not, every, not everyone can do that. Not everyone will do that. And, and when you did have the wall corded phone and you got a message, you got this excitement. Oh, I've got a message, right? right. So that was, that's what they call the dopamine hit. Now the, they're constantly getting hit with dopamine, you know, people sitting in a waiting area, texting each other instead of speaking to each other. You've seen memes on that, right? So what will happen is they'll become dopamine junkies and it won't work for them anymore. So they have to have a, a chat GPT. Now you see it's, it's the effect is wore off. Right. You see, so, and then uh, you're going to get into the zombie uh, kind of thing where nothing affects them anymore, uh, you know, um, and that's that's coming as well. Just, just like, look, just like sex, okay, which is also being uh, mechanized through all of these uh, wonderful pieces of technology, right? You swipe right, you swipe left, you meet up with somebody, you go do that. Now you're desensitized to that as well. No anticipation, no courting, no nothing. Uh, this is the way a lot of people behave as well. I don't know if you're aware of that, Freeman, but that is a phenomena as well, apparently among people younger than uh, us. <laughs> but uh, it is a thing. You know that, uh, right? The the idea that you can just swipe to the next one. Oh, yeah, and then just meet up via an app. I mean, you know, instead of uh, paying to get your DoorDash, you just pay to meet up with somebody uh, through the app or whatever. I don't think oh, you're yeah. paying directly, not prostitution. Yeah. Well, the one that really freaks me out is like there's a, there's one for gay people that want to meet, and it literally will show you every gay person in, that's on the app in your location. 
Right, right. Like you I, can I, GPS I the time. other home. Yeah. I mix right. them up all the time. One of them's Grinder, and the other one's uh, 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 oh man, there's, I can't remember the name now. I know. But, I, I, there's no way I'd ever do this, but yeah. No, I would never participate Rump, in Bumble. I there's Bumble, Some, and there's yeah. Well, like new. Bumble is one that people would use when they just want to Netflix and chill. Oh, okay. Which is funny. I I was watching the the supposed conflict going on in France against the police versus the firemen. I couldn't exactly figure out what was going on. But as they're running away, as the police are in their battle, you know, running from the firemen, I don't I don't know what's going on. They're running past a poster that says hodl and chill. And to me, this was just a big statement on the state of our world because hodl is a is a word that's used in crypto to hold. Uh the the mythos behind why it's HODL and H-O-D-L instead of H-O-L-D is that it was a drunk t tweet that uh, just went viral. Nice. Uh, and whether or not that's the, the, the true origins of HODL, I don't know, but HODL is used. So here I'm watching this battle scene of firemen versus police in the streets of France as they're fighting over whatever they're fighting over. And I just see them walking past this constant billboard that says hodl and chill. <laughs> and of course, I know of Netflix and chill, which is really just, hey, come over and bang me. Um, what, what is hodl and chill? And it, well, you know, I guess what I'm speaking to is the idiocracy that we live in, that we can have a misspelled world now and it means something to everyone. Well, it's, well, it's always been that movie. way. To quote yeah. that movie, I like sex, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well the... Uh, Tinder was that other app. I just remembered it. Sorry. Tinder and Grinder. That's the gay and straight version of just hook up. And then you're telling me Bumble is another one. I don't know that one. Yeah. yeah. I, again, vaguely aware because I don't use this crap. No. Uh, but it's it's there, Freeman, right? Sorry, right. Greek. And, and it does. No, it changes the, the idea of relationships. It changes everything. Just like what we're saying with this open AI, you know, the, the, the meetup apps, you can then you know when when you before all of this right you had to go and meet a girl you had to get a job or something and find somebody meet somebody go to a bar do things but you now might have it's to peacock you might have to peacock a little bit right yeah Present yeah yeah but uh, yeah. what it also makes is is your dates disposable because you know you got another swipe okay that swipe didn't work out now you can just you know and so it's changed the very fabric of dating well, we've discussed on Rated Y what, what that's all about in relationship and courting. It's basically a training exercise. When you uh, went on uh, dates and you did what was called courting, uh, it was a training exercise. Is this someone that I want to be with, right? right? Is that what it's about anymore? No, that's about yeah. hook up and chill. See, but that's the yeah. thing is all things have become an on-demand situation, right? Don't You don't even need a skill anymore. You know what I'll do? I'll go to a how-to video. Uh, I, I know that's antiquated. What am I talking about a decade ago, right? But I, I don't need to know how to do anything. I'll just go find it. I don't need to know anything. I'll just, uh, what, what's the phrase? They, they Google it, right? I mean, you do a search engine, whatever it might be. Uh, in other words, all of these tools have become just the new path to lazy, so, uh, though, just like nobody can do math anymore since the calculator. Yeah. There you go. Once you have the tool in hand, why bother with the effort to actually, you know, have a skill? And there you go. Dating. See, it's all, again, just like that organizational principle I was talking about with supply chains. That's all this is. 
You, you got something that needs to be supplied. We'll organize it for you. We'll tell you where it all is in the area. We'll tell you where it is in the system. Uh, I, I don't know how else to see it, Greek. Uh, how, well, how else do you? Well, it's fi- it, we live in a finite system uh, as we approach it, but measurably, we live in a finite system. So w- what I said earlier about subscribing to the private or the higher tier chat GBT, I'd like to see how it approaches the opposite. You know, uh, for example, the money situation, uh, this is a credit-based economy, which basically they established with Bretton Woods in the late 40s. That now we can do infinite money creation, you know, credit creation. But there's a problem when you have something that appears to be infinite, comparatively to something that is finite. What happens when you you see? So uh, I think this uh, one of the thing, one of the attitudes towards AI is that it's an infinite base for knowledge, or you know, can do right. And I'm suggesting that it's not, and it could be tripped up. So, but this is something that I have to report on in the future. Because I'm I'm kind of green on the subject, believe it or not. But I can tell you what I've pondered a decade ago or more about it. And again, I would just harken back to what was written about it in the mid 20th century. Try to find how many books or writings uh, Arthur C. Clarke I think did one, uh, Childhood's End or something about the craft showing up in the sky. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, was also sort of uh, leaning to a, a 1984 Big Brother came into your house, right? Uh, so see if you could uh, also um, Brave New World. Uh, so see how different stood still. Sure. So how, how different is chat GBT, not in its complete appearance, but in attitude to these, let's say 50, 75, 80 year old stories about an AI. And I suggest it's the same. Very well, much the same. I, you know, strangely, somebody came in and created Dan. Uh, I think it was called Dan. He took chat chat GTP GPT and took away its filters because as we all know, somebody's inputting the information into this there's not a you know the business that that chat or that gpt4 decided to build was an echo friendly uh you know uh, kitchen st- appliance store uh so the the input obviously is coming from as you say just like isis and al-qaeda from you know intelligence and then um but somebody decided to turn those filters off and dan they called it dan uh, was giving proper answers, answers that, you know, we would agree with as far as the monetary system and things like that. And they quickly shut Dan down uh, because he was uh, he was answering questions just a little too real. Well, the the uh, the Internet, you know, uh, the linking of universities and government uh, agencies was around since the 60s, if not before. But let's say the 70s, right, where the infrastructure was put in with routers in the streets and things like that. Um, and it developed uh, the internet that we have on the surface is a distraction from the dark web. So in essence, the one of the pathways it was going to take was the origination of the internet and the infrastructure uh, becoming the dark web and only the dark web. So where they overlapped the overt internet, you know, with the AOLs and the Yahoo's and all that, just to satisfy the mainstream, because if they didn't, the what we call the dark web, which would be an unfiltered internet would have been prevailing what kind of world would that be right you see right so because it immediately led into the dark web the dark web was around before the surface web that we have by the way and it's still running yeah so the same thing with the ai do you remember there was a movie in the 80s called war games sure (laughs) right okay so that was an ai in there also as well strange Um, game the only way to win is not play 
Yeah. <laughs> and the interesting right. thing about this is they, they continuously build on top of the layers. It's like archaeology. Uh, you know, the ARPANET still exists and still operates in case right. people sure. know that. Uh, and that was uh, allegedly, it was just the, the military logistical version of the internet, but it's still operating. Nobody talks about it, right. but no, it's, it's still there. That's yeah, why this other stuff is there. When a carnival sets up in your town and all the, it's dark usually on main street, but tonight it's all lit up. You're looking at all where the lights are, where all the distraction is world events. Uh, look at, uh, do a, what, what's in the world events in quote unquote mainstream news or even alternative and, uh, Remember the old maps with the thumbtacks? Get one of those world map, let's say, flat or round, doesn't matter. And start putting thumbtacks where uh, all the report of the news is is happening. And you'll notice that very starkly, there's areas that are not being, like there's nothing going on. Well, that's where the next big stuff is going to be going on, you see. It's quiet. Yes, we live in a curated world, without a doubt. The World Wide Web is just a minor portion of the Internet. It was given to us to, well, put us in a web and keep us uh, inside of this. Not very many people know about the dark web or even how to access it. I certainly never have. I don't know, but uh, (laughs) we're going to get into some of that in the second half for sure. I want to get into my first meeting with the Illuminati on AI uh we'll discuss some uh thoughts on induction and manifestation and all of that great stuff but let's tell everybody where they can get the ocelli in greek uh and how very simple if you go to ocelli.com there is a tab on the front landing page and uh it says ocelli and the greek rated y and uh that's it you can enter and you can subscribe there uh, there is a, a, a chat tango available to the public, but if you're looking at that, you're looking at the subscribers interacting uh, with each other and, uh, and us a bit, uh, but you won't get any of the content unless you actually subscribe, which you can do at Ocelli.com. Right, and the chat tango would be probably looked up as ONG, uh, unculting of humanity, uh, because basically the initial... Uh, project was titled uh, The Unculting of Humanity, but the that would be for the Chitango. Uh, also, there's a, uh, for old musings on the Greek, there's greekspeak.com, and it's a double E, double E is the spelling on that. That's put together by Sam Freeman, uh, and um, that's stuff that's uh, sayings and articles, uh, basically musings, and there's a SoundCloud uh, open to for the public uh, at greekspeak.com, and the speak is with a double E. Fantastic. And I want to give a lot of love to Steve Mercer, our associate producer here for keeping the ball rolling, getting you guys together and coming on here with me, which is always a treat. Uh, So, Steve, thank you. And if you guys have show ideas, you have uh, guests that you want on this program, write Steve. It's producer Steve at FreemanTV.com. And of course, you can always write me Freeman at FreemanTV.com. And I hope you will come over to freemantv.com. So many people listen to the show through apps uh, like Spotify, iTunes. It's all, you know, this show is on all uh, podcast apps. So if you ever want to share, please do. It always helps uh, get the word out, get people listening. I know you guys think I'm a legend, but so many of the people in this world have no idea this show is even happening and has been happening and has all those years so i hope you'll come over to freemantv.com and just scroll down that front page and check out 18 years of stuff 
but there's even more. I'm on Rockfin with all my lectures and and uh, TV shows. So and hopefully we'll start doing some live presentations there of a video uh, on Rockfin. So you'll find that rockfin.com slash Freeman TV and go check out all the stuff there, all my lectures, all my TV shows. Uh, for now, that's where the videos are going is rockfin.com slash Freeman TV. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, we're going to get into some very intriguing topics of manifestation and induction on your bodies and how this all works in the next hour. And this always makes me think of the AquaCure. Um, I just want to keep spreading this knowledge to you guys. The AquaCure is just amazing. It it, it really does. Uh, well, you know, the easy water, the ideas of, of pumping this hydrogen into your system, and and what fluid could actually do for your body is uh, and plants and 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 engine and all the things that that Brown's Gas will do. The AquaCure. Uh, definitely you want to at least go check this out guys and if you use promo code freeman you get 500 off the price so that's really good so we're going to take this on over into the members section and and have a really really intriguing conversation on induction and the ideas of what our bodies actually do and what we can really do to manifest and you know uh this is a near and dear topic to my heart so it's going to get really good so I hope you guys will check out Ocelli and the Greek over at their website, Ocelli.com, and uh, get rated Y, because that's the biggest question. That's the question I came out of my mom asking is why. And it has led to all of this and all these answers. And we need to ask why so much more, because even the simplest questions, the simplest things are being overlooked. And no one does better than the Greek to really point out these uh, little hidden spots that are right in front of us. So I hope you'll come over to freemantv.com and subscribe and help keep this show going. Be, be a producer here. And thank you all. And we will see you next week. Mm -hmm.